The following podcast is a Dear Media production. For as long as I can remember, I have been raving about Owl Venice on my Instagram stories. I, like, cannot get enough. They're a female-owned and operated health and wellness company in Los Angeles. They sent me a bunch of products to try years ago, and I've always been a fan. Everything is organic, locally sourced. Their bone broth elixirs are so good. Like, I can't even describe them. They also have milkshakes, skincare, and supplements. And their whole entire mission is to transform lives from the inside out. But... Their number one seller and something I am so excited about and something that I will be doing the second I am done with pregnancy is their Owl Reset. And this is an organic cleanse program designed to heal the gut. I feel like a lot of reset programs are not designed to heal the gut and their main focus is the gut. So they're all about the body. They have nutrient-dense, herb-infused broth elixirs that you're going to freak about. And everything is about digestion, reducing inflammation, and drawing out toxins. So this is like very much perfect when I'm postpartum. But anyone could do this anytime because the whole owl reset is designed to nourish and not deprive like many cleanses on the market. We've all been on a cleanse that's miserable. This one is not, okay? And it's also packed with nutrients, which is so important if you're going to do a reset program. This is for someone who really wants to focus on their gut, digestion, and inflammation. And of course, they have a very generous code for you. Exclusively for the Skinny Confidential listeners, Elle Venice is offering code SKINNY at checkout for 15% off. You are going to visit owlvenice.com for more information. Use code SKINNY for 15% off. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Uh And this is the thing is you could be doing all the right things. You could be eating healthy, which I call strength eating. You could be putting, you know, good supplements into the body, exercising, meditating, but we are still exposed to toxins. We've never been more toxic in human history. I mean, look at what's been going on, especially these last two years. It's environmental toxins. It's stress, right? And when we stress, we go to stress eating. So all these things are going to affect the gut. So even when we're doing all the right things and we see good numbers on our blood test, you know, it doesn't mean that we're, we're okay. Welcome back, everybody. That clip was from our guest of the show, our good friend, Dr. Dale Joffrey. This is his second appearance on this show. If you missed the first one that he came on, that was episode number 352 a little while back as we're, looks like we're close to 500 now. Um, He's one of our favorite guests. He has a book called Get Off Your Sugar and a brand called Get Off Your Acids. And we love having him on. He's such a wealth of knowledge. For those of you that are unfamiliar with Dr. Dale, he is a functional nutritionist, board certified chiropractor, and anti-inflammation expert. And we love talking to this guy. We talk all about gut health, nutrition, how to take care of ourselves. And for those of you that have been really following along closely, Dr. Daryl came up to our office here in LA a while back and actually took Lauren and I's blood through this finger prick. Very easy process to do. And he brought these machines and these microscopes up to actually check our inflammation, to check our aging, to check even when we had been on antibiotics at certain periods in our life, whether it was through surgery or whatever, and just to check our red blood levels and all of our cells and to see how we're doing from a health perspective. And then as we get into this episode, Dr. Daryl also helped me with my gut issues. And he's actually, it's kind of gross not to freak everybody out, did a stool sample where he actually looked at the overall gut microbiome and health and then put me on a protocol to actually improve the gut function. And again, for those of you that have been paying attention, 
the gut affects so much of our body and our mind and our brain. And it's really that kind of brain in our gut, right? We're starting to learn that it affects so much more than what we used to think. So I did all these blood tests recently and got all my results back and they were great and they were, you know, really strong. And that's a probably because I've been doing a lot of things right recently. But then we did my gut test and we found some vulnerabilities and said, okay, we would have missed these completely if we didn't also do this test. So I think a lot of people are going and getting their yearly physical and their blood work and they're saying, okay, everything looks great. Everything's normal. Everything's passable, but they're not actually checking their gut. So they may not even be able to identify any issues that they might be having, which was definitely the case for me. So on this episode, we're definitely talking all about gut health. We're talking about protocols. We're talking about things that we can do to improve our lifestyle, our overall health. It is jam-packed. Like I said, he's one of our favorite guests to have on the show because he's such a wealth of knowledge and he helps so many people. With that, Dr. Dale Joffrey, welcome back to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. We have our gut expert back on the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. And guess what we're starting with, Michael Bostick? What are we, what are we doing? You what? are wearing a poo brown t-shirt. It's not a t-shirt. It's a Western which shirt. Which fits perfect with the stool sample that you sent Dr. Daryl in the mail. Hey, I got to be honest, man. That um, was one of the more traumatic experiences of my life. Walk us through that before we <laughs> no, get into not, it. I don't want to. Maybe he can walk us through the, what you do with these tests. But yeah, I mean, like, so recap. I just did all, and I talked about this on a previous podcast. I just did like all my blood work, which Dr. Dale has seen. We did the finger blood work here. I did the other in-depth bio blood work with like nine vials, hormones, blood count, vitamin level. I mean, like what, like liver count, all those things. The icing on top was we also did a stool sample that I did. The with. icing on top. Yeah, literally. Wow, the the nice squeezed brown chocolate icing on top. <laughs> Well, like listen, yourself I, what I had, the, the, the hard part is I was like, what time of day do you do a test like this? Where do you go for a test you like this? You do it when you have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I know. But it's just like, you have to be strategic. I didn't need you anywhere near me. I have a fun fact before we get into this stool sample thing. Michael and I have like been around each other for the last 13 years, almost every single day. And he has never, ever, ever gone to the bathroom anywhere near me. Ever. Well, I've no. never seen anything. I've never seen anything. He, he is so private. No, I just think that there's certain things that I'm like, we don't need to go down that path. Like, well, like right, let's keep it sexy here. We're keeping it sexy. Okay. Anyways, Dr. welcome back. Daryl. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Hey How's your stool? <laughs> My stool is doing pretty well right now. And I'll, I want to make clear, first and foremost, uh, congratulations, guys. You look amazing. Thank you. So excited for you. And it's great to be back. Thanks for having me. But I want to be clear. Michael didn't send me the poop test. He sent it to our lab. <laughs> yeah, you've had a couple clients who told me come in yes, holding their stool yes, sample. Yes, this is absolutely true. Scary, but true. Okay, so first of all, let's just start out. This is going to be very gut focused. Why does someone need to even send in a stool sample? Who's a candidate for this? Everybody. Hippocrates said it best. Look to the gut. It's the cause of all dis-ease. When I say dis-ease, there's a hyphen in there. It means lack of balance, lack of harmony. So when there's lack of balance in your gut, that can over time turn to disease because this is the core root of inflammation. You know, we have to get to the root cause of why we have all these downstream issues, whether that's weight gain, low energy, hormonal imbalances, skin issues, all those things lead back to the gut. And we have to address the gut first before we see what the downstream issues are going to be. So... Well, Lauren, here's what's interesting. I'll, t I'll tell you, like in, in my case, I just did my blood work. And if you were a, just a general practitioner doctor and you hadn't looked at my gut, you would look at my blood work. I think you could back me up on this. And the blood work looked good, right? It was like vitamin levels on point, 
blood yeah. count on like everything actually was like better. It was like really good. If you if I didn't do any of the gut work, I'd be like, cool. Like I don't have to do anything else. I'm all good. When we did the gut work test, you're like, okay, you identify like this area is weak or this area is not as strong or like this is not a good this is not a good atmosphere for this. I'm butchering it, but yeah. we identified things that the blood work just couldn't see. Yeah, I mean, your your blood work looked great. You know, we we talked about that. You know, most of it was exceptional. And this is the thing: is you could be doing all the right things. You could be eating healthy, which I call strength eating. You could be putting you know good supplements into the body, exercising, meditating, but we are still exposed to toxins. We've never been more toxic in human history. I mean, look at what's been going on, especially these last two years. It's environmental toxins. It's stress, right? And when we stress, we go to stress eating. So all these things are going to affect the gut. So even when we're doing all the right things and we see good numbers on our blood test, you know, it doesn't mean that we're, we're okay. So we have to look at that gut and there's other forms of testing that most doctors don't do. And that's the crazy part about it. I think that's what makes you know me different is that we wanna really find out why things are being uh, created in the body and where these sources of inflammation are coming from, whether you have symptoms or not, but we don't wanna wait for this symptom to start taking care of the body. That's like waiting for the toothache to start brushing, flossing and going to the hygienist. We all know that the day before a toothache, the cavity is still there. So we want to look for these things before they emanate as symptoms in the body so we can really address this early on. One quick question, because I know you want to jump in, but I, I think this is important. I had so many questions because I just shared some of these tests that I did come in and said, basically asking, what kind of test should I be looking for? Where can I get these tests? What are my, what's my pr regular practitioner going to test me on? And, and I think a lot of people don't, just don't even know where to go about testing and finding these things. What is a typical test that a, just a regular practitioner and doctor will give you? And then what are the tests that you think people should seek out in addition? Yeah, great question. Most doctors are gonna do what's called a comprehensive blood panel, also called the CBC. Though I use the word comprehensive, most tests that I see that were brought to me from other doctors, they, they're not always comprehensive. So you wanna look at all different markers and make sure that it's a very thorough CBC. So your doctor is probably doing that for you. And that's good, that's important because that's looking at the quantity of your numbers. What's your vitamin D level? What are your liver enzymes, your thyroid numbers? We're seeing so many cases now of hypothyroidism, which by the way, stems back to the gut. So what a lot of doctors are doing is they're treating the thyroid. You know, there might be a time and place you have to do that, which is what we call crisis care. But we want to, again, get to that root cause, which is when that gut's out of balance, we're not absorbing those nutrients that that thyroid needs to create those hormones that you need. The other tests, you have to actually find a doctor. I call myself a functional uh, doctor or a biologic doctor because we're doing other tests to really find what's off out of balance in the body, things that you're not going to find on a typical blood panel. I have to tell you, I am so pissed off that I did not reach out to you when I was postpartum. And I think anyone who's listening who is in a predicament like I was, I felt so inflamed. I felt so overweight. I felt puffy. I felt tired, lethargic, depressed, anxious. I wish I reached out to you. And I would encourage anyone who is feeling like that to reach out to you or reach out to someone who does this. Do you think if someone is feeling the way I was feeling that they should do a stool and a blood prick in tandem? Absolutely. And that should be one of the first things that you know we do after the, the pregnancy. But the key thing about postpartum depression is what's happening all throughout the pregnancy. After the pregnancy, when we feel these specific symptoms- Chocolate chip bagels with butter. <laughs> there you go. And I'll ask you, what deficiency did you have? 
magnesium. You're learning. I'm impressed. And omega because of the fats yeah, yeah. of the butter. Yeah. And I see a lot of clients with postpartum depression. And the two biggest deficiencies that we see are omega-3 fatty acids, which we find in fish oil and magnesium. Now, all the minerals are important, but magnesium is probably the most important because you know so many people are eating so much sugar and sugar depletes your levels of magnesium. In fact, the body needs about 54 molecules of magnesium just to neutralize one molecule of sugar. So think about all this sugar being dumped in, that magnesium is being drained and we need magnesium. It's a neuroprotector of the brain. So if we're not feeling well, if we're depressed, the first thing we should go to is magnesium. The second thing, and they're really equal, omega-3 fatty acids, because Lauren, they lower or downregulate that inflammation in the body and they allow the body to heal faster. It's funny because I obviously created a product around inflammation, the ice roller. And after I had that 16 hour jaw surgery and I was literally swollen for four years, I went to a lot of different doctors and no one told me, hey, you really need to focus on your omegas. And it seems looking back that that's something that the doctors should have told me. Why are we so deficient in omega? Is it because we're not eating enough fish? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, you can get omega-3 fatty acids in fish, but what's the trade-off? Most fish is what I call frankenfish, right? It's farm-raised, it's loaded with mercury and uh, PCBs and toxins and everything else that they find out there. The problem is, is that if you're eating fish every day to get the amount that you need, you're gonna get all these other bad toxins, mercury being one of the most challenging ones to eliminate from the body. So I'm a big fan of fish, I eat fish, but you gotta really aim to go for wild-caught fish. You know, make friends with your local farmer's market, that's where we get ours. Things like salmon and trout and herring, you know, those are really good forms of fish. The big thing here is not just the deficiency of omega-3s, which is a big part of the problem. It's that in our diet, in our culture, we're having too many of what's called omega-6 fats. So we have to understand there are fats that heal and there's fats that kill. Omega-3 fats heal the body because they lower inflammation. They also optimize our brain function. So they're important for us. They're important for our children. You know, both of my kids take omega-3s. They're important during pregnancy, but it's those omega-6s that's loaded in processed foods. You go into the grocery store, anything that you find in a box or a bag that has a, you know, a label on it, you're going to see most of these unhealthy fats, things like soy and corn, soybean oil, corn oil, hydrogenated vegetable fats, safflower oil, sunflower oil. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So we become deficient of omega-3s, but we're putting too many of these inflammatory fats in and that skews the ratio more. And here's the most important fact. Your brain is 60% fat. And if you have so many more of these bad fats, omega-6 fats floating around your body, what's gonna win every time? They compete for the same enzymes, the omega-6s. And the average American, the research shows, has 25 times more of these pro-inflammatory omega-6 fats. And we measure this. We did this with you yeah, guys, right? I was right? going to say, we did this test with us and you could see the levels in comparison. And By the way, super low on omegas for me and I was very inflamed. Yeah, but- you, but, but good reason, yeah. it's not just the inflammation, it's you're pregnant. When you're pregnant, the body needs these nutrients more. So it's natural for you to get depleted of that, but that's why you have to take more of that. So when we do this test, we eliminate the guesswork. And that's kind of my mantra is test don't guess. So now we know exactly what both of you guys need for your own unique bio-individuality. Yeah, but I think it's also worth mentioning like the where this clicked for me is exactly how you just described it. It says if you have omega, omega-3 versus omega-6 and one's out of whack, you could have great levels of the omega-3, but if your omega-6 is just, is overriding it, like 
then it, it overtakes basically the work that the omega-3s are doing. Is that correct? Exactly. And that's why this test is great because the first marker, we get seven biomarkers, which even looks at cognitive flexibility. And is that the test also that I did? The, the, yeah, yeah. Know. So three parts of it come from the blood test, which is a simple test that you just prick your finger at home. You know, there's four other biomarkers for brain. It's, it's wild. They did a study. I interviewed this doctor for my first book, Get Off Your Acid. And he studied murderers and people in insane asylums. And he measured their omega-6, omega-3 ratio. And he found that the average ratio, by the way, the ratio, a healthy ratio, should be no more than three to one. So three parts of the inflammation omega-6s compared to one part omega-3s. So less is even better. The average American is 25 to one. The average murderer is 70 to one. And remember what I just said, is that when you're putting these inflammatory fats into your brain, into your body, it's gonna make your brain whack. And above and beyond, you know, the psychotropic drugs that they're on and things like that, they just can't make rational decisions because it's inflaming the brain. When the brain's inflamed, you get things like depression, cognitive uh, issues. You just can't think properly and you just make insane decisions. You know what the tragedy of life is? You go through this life, you work so hard, you make all this money, and then you get to the end, you retire and you don't have enough and you end up destitute and you end up being in a struggle and you end up having to take advantage of all of these programs so that you can just pay your bills and feed yourself. And I think one of the most stressful things, especially if you have a family, is thinking, hey, one day I may not be here and my family's going to be left behind and they're going to be left destitute and they're not going to have an income. Listen, there's a way to get ahead of this. And we're not taught how to get ahead of this. We're not taught how to save. We're not taught how to invest. We don't think about it. We think the problem is never going to arise and we're never going to have to worry about it. And that's just not the case. Think of all the people that have touched your life that you know that end up destitute or end up not saving the proper way. And then they just can't retire and they're stuck in this rat race and they can't enjoy the rest of their life. And listen, I get it. It's hard. You don't want to save. We got to pay the bills but there's also a very easy solution. And there's a very simple way that you can start getting ahead of it now. That's why I love our partner, Wealthfront. Wealthfront makes it easy for investors and savers at any level, at any stage of the game, at any income level to start investing and saving in their future. The secret to Wealthfront's performance is great software. It's built to make it easy, rewarding, and yes, even delightful to build your long-term wealth. I have been harping on this for a long time. I think you should definitely set a certain percentage of your income aside. I'm not the first one to come along with that and say that. I think you should save first before you spend. Try for saving a minimum of 10%. But hey, even if it's 3, 4, 5%, you can start doing a little month by month before you spend. Call it paying yourself first. That's the strategy. And Wealthfront's automated trading optimizes your portfolio based on your own risk setting. So you don't have to be doing these crazy risky bets. What I do, again, index funds, I think they're safe. But if you want to go into crypto, if you want to go into commodities, if you want to pick individual stocks, they have it. And again, I think the big ticket here is just starting to think as an investor, as a saver, building for your future, setting yourself up so that later in life, you don't have to worry about this kind of stuff. Wealthfront is trusted with over $27 billion in assets, helping nearly half a million people. And I think it's one of the most easy to use intuitive platforms on the market. To start building your wealth and get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash skinny. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash skinny to start building your wealth. Go to wealthfront.com slash skinny to get started today. So say you see someone's gut and it's messed up. And maybe uh, there's a better word to use. I don't know what the right scientific word is. Dysbiosis is the word we use. (laughs) Dysbiosis. If they've got Taylor gut. If they have Taylor Panda Express orange chicken. We got to test Taylor. Yeah. Oh, that would be actually really interesting. Bring in the heavy machinery. Actually bring it in. Let's do a stool sample first. Don't don't be around for that one. When you say stool sample, do I send the whole shit in or do I break off a piece? 
Or is it like the Mike, whole Michael, thing? why don't you tell him uh, how it's done? This is very traumatic. But basically, <laughs> you you don't send the whole thing in. You basically break off pieces of the shit in different areas of the shit. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, it's 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 traumatic work. <laughs> hold honestly. on, but if Taylor's so constipated that he's just po- pooping well, out pellets of shit, then he can just pellet there it was, in. So there was one thing we were talking about off here, actually, when, when before you got here, Doctor Jill and I were saying, you know, humans don't realize, and tell me if I butcher this, that it's healthy to eat a meal and then actually go and defecate. And if you watch it, like whenever I feed our dogs, you go, you feed them and I can like, like clockwork, they run outside and they go to the bathroom both times, both day and night. But humans, they're eating and they're not defecating after they're either holding it. And it's, and it's really bad if you hold it for multiple days, but people don't realize that it's healthy to go to the bathroom after you eat a meal. We're just not doing it. I have a hot tip. Every single person on the planet needs a squatty potty. No, but I want to. I no, actually, the squatty potty will help people. Sure. De- what did you say? Defecate. Defecate. I'm trying to be politically, um, or not politically. I'm trying to be. Take a um, shit. I'm trying to be. <laughs> Get a squatty uh, potty. Correct your they have like they, a lucite one that's really chic. They need why, to make an office they, friendly they all, one. They also make the little platforms that you put like your feet on, which raises your knees up, and it's like a more aerodynamic position to actually help it come out. They sell. Uh, they sell wait, them in stores. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, squatty potty. Well, yeah. Squatty but, potty. But, but, yes. Right. That's not what they call them. But yeah. Why? Why yeah. are people? I'll send you the link to the one I have. Thank you. When you look at a gut. And you say someone, let's just call them they're irregular or like they're not using, they're not going to the bathroom as frequently or as often as they should. What is the main cause? Yeah, there's three causes. One, there's definitely inflammation in the gut, which is causing obviously issues with the stool, but it's causing the the lumen, the opening to actually narrow. Number two, we have to look at the minerals because magnesium deficiency, again, uh, is usually at play. And number three, we have to look at what I call GI North, your gallbladder. So, you know, we have different types of organs up here that help you break down your food. You know, people always say you are what you eat. It's just not true. You're what you digest, absorb, and assimilate. So your gallbladder is really what's uh, responsible for helping your body, it secretes bile salts, helps your body break down fat. So here's one little clue you can have. If your stool floats, that means that you're not digesting your fat and the fat's ending up in your in your, in your your stool into the, obviously the bathroom, and that's an issue. So. You have to really look at those three organs and there's different parts of that test. We look at something called steatocrate, which is fat in stool. So when we see those different types of, uh, of things and signs and symptoms, then we know that there's an issue. And it's, so it's concerning to you if somebody comes to you and says, hey, I'm not using the restroom. I'm going to the ba- bathroom once every two or three days. Big time. And to your point, we should be going to the bathroom after every meal. It's uh-huh. like, it seems crazy to us because most people don't do that. You know, if you look at like our children, you know, both of my kids, they go to the bathroom after every meal. That's, and your dogs, right? Sure. Uh, they go to the bathroom after every meal. That's normal. That's what we should be doing. But the problem is, is that we become so acidic and inflamed. We just lose that power to eliminate. You know, the research shows that the average person has 10 to 15 pounds of impacted fecal matter in their gut. It's insane. No. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So if you're Taylor, you have like 45 pounds. Yes. How much did they say Elvis died with? It was something like 42, 42 pounds. That's something just to mention really quickly before I get into my next question is that if you are on any kind of painkiller, it constipates you. And Elvis was on painkillers, obviously. And it keeps you really constipated. So if I ever have to go, this is like such a random tip, but if I I had my boobs done and when I had my boobs done, the doctor prescribed me like narco or something. And with it, he prescribed me a stool softener and that you you almost need the stool softener, right? To offset the painkiller if you have to be on it. 
Yeah, so there's, I mean, there's other ways that we go about this. Yeah, so, well, I would, what's the natural way? Yeah, so- the, I'm like, <laughs> like that. So there's, there's different levels. Yeah. So we'll start with the easiest okay. level. So the first thing you have to introduce is just minerals and magnesium because that's going to help things move along. I have something called a constipation reliever shot. We do a 10-day detox and I have a bunch of detox protocols. So this one is very easy to do. You take six ounces of water, you take two tablespoons of chia seeds and one slice of organic lemon juice, ideally organic. And then you put that- the chia seeds into the water, squeeze the lemon, but you have to let the chia seeds sit there for about five minutes because chia seeds are what we call hydrophilic. They're gonna plump up to about 27 times their size. And why are chia seeds so good? They're 50% omega-3 fatty acids, which lowers the inflammation. They're high in fiber, which moves the bowels. Plus they're also high in, in minerals, magnesium. So all those different factors help the body move along. So what I do is I'll let them sit for five minutes so they plump up and then you drink that on an empty stomach. And it's like an internal shower. It goes into all those nooks and crannies of the guts. And it's just gonna give you like that internal washing, but it's not like, oh my God, I gotta run to the bathroom. It's like a natural elimination. So that's the next level. And then if you're really having problems, then you go to something called magnesium oxide. So magnesium oxide is not a form of magnesium that I want people to take if they're deficient in magnesium. Only about 4% of people can absorb it. It's got a very high pH, it's over 10.0. And if you look at the pH of your gut, it's lower, it's about 8.4. So when you put this form of magnesium into the body, it's got such a high pH, the body, the gut has to make water to dilute that. Well, what is that doing? It's giving your gut an internal shower. So what I do is I'll give a quarter teaspoon in a glass of water and I'll do it at nighttime, all right? Because you might have to go to the bathroom and I'd rather have you be at home at night and not have to go to work or whatever. So do that first. If you Taylor wanna... loves to shit at work. This is not a problem. <laughs> so let me Take ask it out. you. Let and me if you want to be more aggressive, I would go to a tablespoon, but start with the quarter teaspoon first. And that's called magnesium this oxide. This episode's going to be called How to Take a Shit. Well, listen. I'm going to be called the poop doctor. Yeah. This is I crazy. just took a loper shit right before this interview. Oh, oh my <laughs> we, God. I should have brought, brought up a kit. We could have collected the sample oh, right here. Oh, Dr. Oh. Dude, I could have collected it. Let me ask you this. And I think if this is relevant for people to, to know. <laughs> If you are irregular like I'm that. fucking loper shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Love it. Love it. How are you giving me a straight face? I mean, honestly, I wish that was the most absurd thing I've heard him say. <laughs> I wish, I wish that that's not even like top, top 15 for me. For oh him. boy. Um, I don't even know. We used to, we used to have a woman that, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never mind. I just don't want to even get into it with him. But so to go back to this, if you're not digesting properly and you're sitting and you're letting all of this fecal matter build up in your system for days, how does that negatively impact the system? It's, it's auto intoxication. You literally, you are literally toxifying your, your, your body because you have leaky gut. This poop is basically impacting the wall. You're not getting any nutrients. So now you get malabsorption uh, issues. So you're not getting the nutrients into the blood, into the cells, which is what gives us our energy, which is our health. Cause in one word, health is energy. So we get malnutrition, but the other problem is that we get massively toxic. And you've looked at the two causes of disease it's deficiency and toxicity. It's like, look at a plant. When that plant wilts, most doctors say, give it drugs, give it surgery. Well, maybe if it's gonna, if it's gonna die, but no, the plant is deficient in water, sunlight, nutrients. So give it the things it needs, but maybe there's some toxicity running from the gas station next door up the root system of the plant. Well, what's the root system of the body? It's your gut. So it doesn't matter how much sunlight, how much water, how much nutrients you give that plant. If it's toxic, which is what happens in that case, Michael, the plant's gonna wilt, it's gonna die. It's the same thing with the body. So we have to address 
the deficiencies in the body and the toxic burdens. And if you do those two things, your body will heal itself because your body is innately intelligence and has that power to heal. Here's why I want to use me as an example here for a second, because like I said, we did all my blood work that was very in-depth and had all my vitamin, hormone, all my, all my panels. And if you look at it, like you said, most of it looked great, phenomenal, right? And I'm just, I'm saying that because that's factually yeah. how it came out. Yeah. But as we identify doing the stool sample that there's issues that I can improve in my gut, which there are, I would have gone through as just a, as a person who thinks I'm taking care of my health, thinking nothing's wrong. Right. But identifying these, I'm like, oh, there are some underlying issues, which we thought, you know, based on when you took my blood that I could, so I think the reason I'm mentioning this is there's a lot of people like, I'm good. I right. feel great. I don't feel any, like, I don't notice. Like if you, I would have never noticed. I'm like, I feel great. Right. right. Cause it's that law of familiarity, which is yes. you, you look healthy, you look great, you feel great, but that's what you're used to. That's the bar you're at right now. But it doesn't mean that you can't be better, a better version of Michael. And you will be as a result of all this. Um, and that's the thing is we can't wait for those symptoms. Most people's idea of being healthy is, is the lack of symptoms. And that's crazy. It's, it's, it's just an old school way of looking at it. It's like, don't wait for that symptom to show up. And that's why this is so or important. Or there's people because, that are like mind over matter. Right. But, it's, but now that I know, I'm like, okay, I can improve this area of my gut or this lining or like this, whatever. Now that I know that's there, it's like my mind doesn't have to do the work. I can actually take the supplements. We're on this whole regiment, right. which you can talk about, to actually strengthen my entire gut system. And, and the tests never lie. So we get a baseline on the first test. Then we start a three-month protocol, which we're doing. And then we'll wash out those supplements for a month. And then we retest. And that's the key thing is like, what are we seeing on the retest? And if we're doing all the right moves, which we are, then you know, you're gonna see amazing improvements. And you'll also see this in your own life. It's, you know, it's like, sometimes we don't realize it, but it's like, wow, I, I do feel better. I am sleeping better. I do have better energy. My elimination is better. She asked me this morning, she's like, what the fuck are you on? What are you doing? And it's, I was, like, he, it's like he wakes up and freebases crack cocaine. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm moving it, a Michael. little bit slower because if you can explain to him, I, I said, today I'm building an ear. Like, give me a yeah. break. Like, I'm, I'm literally building ears right now. Well, so yeah. sorry that I'm a little tired. He's like, I don't get why you're not, why you're not. I'm like, okay, no, but you go to your line of, of Dr. Daryl's, <laughs> get, get off your acids greens. He's like snorting your powder. <laughs> but I wonder if I'm feeling more, like maybe I've been, maybe I have been unaware of a fog that I've been living in thinking that this is normal when it's not. And I think there's probably the majority of people dealing with that same thing, right? You don't even realize that exactly. this is not normal. If there's a pebble in your shoe and it's been there forever, that's that's your that's your normal. That's like what you're used to. But when that pebble comes out, you're like, wait a minute, this is how it's supposed to feel. So it's no it's no different, you know. And so many people are going through their lives living like that, and it's the status quo. And so many people are going through their lives feeling like crap, literally. C R A P. Where does that come from? Completely refined and processed junk, which acidifies the gut. I observed Michael's morning routine today. <laughs> you have kind of a, a 10 step now. It's a bit intense. I went from having no routine to having a very intense routine. And in that routine, obviously, is hydration. And one of the best ways to stay hydrated outside of drinking water is to supplement a bit. And one of our favorite supplements, one of my favorite supplements right now is a product called Element. You've probably seen it around. It's spelled L-M-N-T, very creative, Element. And essentially what it is, is it's an electrolyte drink mix that you can use in your water 
And in addition to the electrolytes, the ratio also includes 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium. If you've been listening to this show, we're talking about the importance of all of these supplements, especially magnesium and staying hydrated. So where I found out I needed electrolytes is I was complaining to Andrew Huberman, who was just on this podcast about how I feel so puffy and my cankles. And he was like, Lauren, you need electrolytes. And this is actually the brand that he told us to take. And it's science back. So there's no surprise. I like how there's no sugar in it. And I like how it has the essential electrolytes in it. And so I just can throw it in my water. And here's one thing you guys may not know. You're losing up to seven grams per day of sodium. And if it's not replaced, that can lead to muscle cramps, headaches, fatigue, low thought process, all of these things. So definitely check this product out. It's Element. It's incredible. Fun fact, this product is also used by Navy SEALs, which is so fitting for this episode. And a lot of NFL players, NBA players, the whole thing. Element is so sure that you will love their product and come back for more that they're offering you a free Element sample pack. That's eight single serving packets for free. Just cover the cost of shipping, $5 for US customers. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash skinny. This deal is not available on their regular website. You must go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash skinny. Element offers a no questions asked free funds. Try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and we'll give you your money back. No questions asked. You have nothing to lose. Enjoy. My baby, Dr. Daryl. It's really hard to get a baby to eat things. I do little secrets. Like I, I do buttered noodles and like put broccoli in it, or I try to get her to eat fruit, but she's still like, she does want sugar. What are some little tangible tips for mothers for their toddlers, whether it's sneaking greens? I also want to ask you if I could put those chia seeds in her water. Cause she wouldn't notice that. Like she'll, she'll grab my water and it's like spa water with like ginger, mint, lemon. If I put chia seeds in there, I don't think she's going to notice. So like, what are some little secrets that I can do that you think will really help her gut? Just wait till they become seven, <laughs> like, like my son. Uh, because what happens is once they start going to school, they're around their friends who are eating all this junk, it becomes it becomes more challenging. So the good news is that you guys have them at a great age. You know, Zaza is two years old now? She's two. She's two. Yeah. So um, it, it's amazing because you're implementing all these things that you guys are doing. So first and foremost, we have to be good role models because if you're eating crap, then they're gonna eat crap. I'll, I remember when this family came into my office once, it was um, this mom and her two daughters and they were getting a adjusted and they were on my my nutrition plan, but one of the children was just eating like crap. And I was like, where's the missing link? It was the husband at home and he was eating tons of sugar. So we really have to be a team. We have to be on board. We have to raise our standards. I think if we bring bad stuff into the house, then we're going to eat it, right? So it's about balance, finding your balance. Number two, we got to make it a game. Kids love games. I remember when uh, Brayden was four or, or whatever age he was, and the parents were bringing books in to read the kids. You know, it was, you know, dad and mom comes in for a day, they can read a book. I said, we're bringing in a juice bar, forget the book. So we brought a juice bar in and we made it like so much fun. The kids were dropping stuff in, fruit was flying, vegetables were flying. And, you know, we had them name their drink, the superhero drink, and then they made it, they named it, they drank it, right? So we started our kids on green juice at at eight months. So I think it's making it a game, making it fun and bringing them into the kitchen, helping them cook with you. That's the most important part. When we do that, they're on board. And I think it's also just adding good, healthy swaps. So, you know, pancakes is probably the most 
acidic food you could put into the body. Then we dump, you know, maple syrup on it, which is loaded with fructose, which is a liver toxin. I, I created this recipe, um, Kelly Ripa came to me. She's like, I need a healthy um, recipe for my kids. And so we made Kelly's pancakes. That's the recipe in the book, Get Off Your Sugar. And it's a healthier version of the pancakes without grains, without all that other bad sugar stuff. And they taste great. I mean, literally you think you're cheating. So it's about finding better versions of the classic stuff that our kids typically eat what, and sneaking the stuff in uh, there as well. What's in the pancakes you got to tell us? We have a couple different versions of it, but basically, uh, I don't have the recipe memorized, but it's three bananas, almond butter, coconut oil, some cinnamon, vanilla extract. When I use vanilla extract, I try to get the alcohol-free vanilla extract, and you just blend it into the blender, and uh, you just put them on the griddle. And um, you can use grass-fed butter or coconut oil. Both work great on the griddle. And then I created another version. That one I have not memorized, which I'll send to you guys, and we can we can blast it out to everybody listening. The, the one I just made was from coconut flour. They are ridiculous. Ridiculous. We added blueberries into it. I'm telling you, we did. We made them into pancakes, but we also put them into little muffins because growing up, I loved blueberry muffins. Like every birthday, it was blueberry muffins. So you, you can put these into those little tins to make blueberry muffins, the same exact uh, recipe for both. And they're awesome. The you kids, have to the, the share the recipe. And Michael, if I come downstairs on Sunday and you're cooking the rocks, tequila, almond butter, <laughs> French toast. Uh, a French toast. It's with, fucking good, though. Yeah, but, but can it, we do a can we do a spin with coconut flour? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we we can. You know, what I, and I also, as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, like you've come on here and sh- and shared your personal story and battles with sugar and all of that, and I think people should check out that episode. I was pulling it up while you were talking. Yeah. Episode three hundred and fifty-two. If you guys haven't heard that episode, it is a little while back, not too long ago, but definitely worth checking out. As you're going through all of these different tests, and we've identified magnesium and omega from a dietary standpoint. When you have people come in like, hey, I'm really ready to get my shit together and like, I, I want to take my health seriously. What are like the top two or three things outside of the supplements that you tell them to either eliminate or add? Stinking thinking, number one, you know? And I start with that because it's the most important thing. It's like, why does 92% of people fail after January 15th with their resolutions? Because they might have a strategy, but they don't have a purpose, a why. And I know it might sound like hokey pokey, but it's true. If you have a why, a purpose behind wanting to make a change, you just decide like, I'm just not going to eat sugar. I'm done with this you're going to do it, right? And uh, I give the story about conquistadors, Cortez. They would get to the island. He would say, burn the boats. And what that meant was, you're not going back anymore. You're going you're gonna to stay. You're going to fight. You're going to die. And literally, the battle is one at the grocery store. You have to really just know uh, what you're going to do. Have a plan when you go to the grocery store. Don't go to the grocery store hungry and just really know what you're going to be doing because that's the big, and I've been there a million times. You go to the grocery store hungry, and you end up buying all this crap, right? So you have to really just have that purpose, that why, know your strategy. You have to anticipate. The key to being healthy is anticipation. Um, know the road ahead. And that's the key people who are healthy. They're doing all those things. I think mindset and doing other things outside of like diet, the right supplements, managing stress. You know, right now, stress is managing most of us. And when we're stressed, what do we do? We stress eat. And the pandemic was a perfect example of that. We crawled into our foxholes and most of us didn't come out. And the average person gained two pounds a month on that during the pandemic, which is crazy. I think it's really just having that game plan, knowing the road ahead and um, doing some things to manage stress, like meditating, going for a walk, putting the phone away. I know we live on our phones these days. We, we, we need it. It's, it's the, the blessing and the curse in life, but it helps us you know, get to a lot of people and help a lot of people. But we also have to detach, a digital detox, because if we're on that all the time, you know, it's like, what's, what's life worth then? You know, it's, we have to become present. PTC, present time consciousness. So our rule is every dinner, every breakfast, every lunch, our phones are off the table, no matter what. 
We are there with our kids, we're fully present, we're having conversations, we're sitting, we're laughing, we're talking about things. And I think it's really important because when you do that and you're eating that way, you stimulate what's called your parasympathetic nerve system, which is rest and digest. Most of us are stuck in sympathetic overdrive, which is like our fight or flight. And then when you're in fight or flight, you freeze like a deer in headlights. And when you're in fight or flight, your body can't distinguish between seeing a saber-toothed tiger or stress. So it's going to burn sugar because it just wants to get you out of danger. Yeah, we want it to burn fat, but if you burn fat, you're lunch for the saber-toothed tiger. So it'll burn sugar. And the problem with that is when you burn sugar, what are you gonna crave? You're gonna crave sugar, it becomes a vicious cycle. So we have to get that mindfulness back. I think it's like those three buckets. We have to look at diet, supplements, and how we can manage stress better. If we do those three things, and that's the core of what I do with every client when I start, you're gonna kick acid. Let's do a little day in the life exercise. Say you have a client that's going to do every single thing that you want them to do. Let's walk through morning to night and talk to us about, about those three buckets. What are they eating? What are they drinking? What are they supplementing? And what are they doing for stress? Like literally tell us what this, what this fake robotic <laughs> client's doing. Yeah. And I mean, ultimately we have to meet people where they're at because Michael's, you know, Michael's kicking butt over here. I just want to know like <laughs> what, yeah, you're, on, on you're, like, what time are they waking up? Like what, if you could just you're have looking your- looking at him, baby. So, so, you know, I I believe early to bed, early to rise. I think that's really important. You try to come and mimic the sun. And I love that early time when you wake up, it's quiet, you know, there's not a lot of noise and that's the best time. So the first thing I wake up, it's about attitude of gratitude. I will not get out of bed before I can smile about what is this day going to be worth living? Um, It could be anything, you know, just the fact that I'm breathing, Um, but you have to give yourself one reason why this day is so worth it. Um, And don't get out of bed until you do that. So attitude of gratitude. Number two, we go right to the kitchen and we drink a green juice. It could be our acid kicking green juice, which is easy. You just take the powder, put it into water. Does it break a fast? Green juice is not going to break a fast because there's no carbs in it, right? So sugar breaks the fast. A lot of people get confused about that because um, it's all about the blood sugar, right? It's a sugar, sugar and carbs break the fast, not the, the fats. So you can have something like a macadamia nut, which is high in calories. It's not going to break your fast. Sugar will always hundred percent and sugar will stop your fat burning capabilities. So I'll drink a green juice in the morning. Um, it's the first thing I do because it energizes, it hydrates you. Um, we're most dehydrated. We're most acidic when we first wake up in the morning. So that's why I like to start the day with the green juice. After that, I go right to my rebounder, which I, I know you guys picked up, which oh, yeah, I love. I'm on that rebounder now. I'm I'm telling you, now. I'm here in LA. I need to get back to my rebounder. The rebounder is the best. And if I had to pick one form of exercise, that is it. It's easy to do. It's cost effective. You know, you could buy a rebounder, you know, for 80, 100 bucks. You could buy one for 50 bucks. You could buy an expensive one for 500. Is it doesn't matter. Is that the trampoline or the yeah, thing that the moves trampoline. the legs? Okay. The trampoline. Has, okay. Okay. Go yeah. Ahead. It's, it's, I mean, NASA did a study on rebounding showing that it's 68% more effective than running at improving cardiovascular health and also for weight loss. Going back into the day when I lost my 50 pounds, there was two things I added. It wasn't about taking away right? You can lose weight by adding, which is the right way to do it. It's not deprivation based. I started drinking green juice and started bouncing on a rebounder. For how long? So I think minimum for your lymphatic system, which is what detoxifies. It's about getting those toxins out that's holding onto the fat. So the fat just hitches a ride with the toxins, seven to 10 minutes. And it's- Can a, I it's bounce a ju- on, the, on the rebounder or no? Because I'm pregnant. Not when you're pregnant. Um, so yeah. I just can't do anything when I'm pregnant. I'll just sit in the corner. Yeah, like, you, know, you could do some gentle bouncing, like just off of the rebounder. And if you want, you Michael can, you can sit in a chair. Michael already gives me enough gentle bouncing. I've had enough of that. That's enough rebounder Sometimes for me. Okay, so gentle. go on. So you're jumping on the rebounder for seven to 10 minutes. So I 
I, you just do a very gentle bounce where the balls of your feet stay on, the heels come off, and you're just moving your body for the sake of moving your body because you don't want to go hardcore. If you go hardcore, your body thinks it's in danger. It doesn't know you're doing something good for it, so it'll start burning, sh burning sugar. So you do the gentle bounce just to kind of release the toxins. If you want to go hardcore after that seven to 10 minutes, then you could do a more rigorous workout with the bouncing. And I'm telling you, you will sweat more on that rebounder than anything you do. Um, so you can pick the time, but minimum seven to 10 minutes. So if you look at it, you wake up, you're having attitude of gratitude, you have your green juice, you bounce on the rebounder, and then I like to do a breathing exercise. Again, it's about stimulating the parasympathetic nerve system, which is about keeping our body in balance, right? So we're not like really just going into that fight or flight mode. So I'll do what's called the four, eight breath, and you're breathing in for four seconds in your nose. That stimulates your sympathetics. Then you breathe out for eight seconds out your mouth, right? So it's that ratio, four to eight. If that's too intense, Lauren. When Taylor has sex, that's that's what the girl <laughs> does. She breathes in for four, out for eight, and it's I over. I have to. Um, I'm not going to let Lauren do a breath work exercise. Here. She, whenever she, sometimes people come on and she does the breath work and she like thinks that we're going to walk through it and listen to her breathe. We're, we're not doing that. <laughs> it's, it's not happening. So, and you do that 20 reps. And if four, eight is too much, you could do three, six. You can do two, four. So just meet your body where it's at. But the breathing is important. So any point during the day when you get like hit by stress, whether it's physical stress, emotional stress, just go back to the breath. The breath is critical and it brings you right back to that centered state. And then, you know, if you're not intermittent fasting, you can have your breakfast, you can work out before the breakfast. So for me, my rebounder is like, is a kind of like a, a workout that I don't count as a workout because I'm always going to do a, a more, a, you know, intense workout later in the day. But let's say my day's nuts and I don't get that workout in, at least I moved my body in the morning. So the goal is to have three meals a day. And if you're intermittent fasting, you're basically gonna take away that morning meal and you're gonna have a lunch and a dinner within eight hours. So it's really if you wanna do intermittent fasting or not, which I'm a huge fan of for many reasons, including the gut, it resets your microbiome. So three meals a day, we wanna try to avoid snacking in between. So if you're addicted to sugar and you're just craving a snack, because the average American is eating 17 times a day, then what I want you to do is take that unhealthy snack so instead of having the chips, we wanna swap that out for a healthy snack. So it could be uh, some guacamole with some vegetable sticks. You get that crunchiness and it could be uh, a green apple, which is the lowest in sugar of all apples with some raw almond butter and some cinnamon. I mean, there's a million snacks that we can give uh, people, but you wanna swap. And then the goal ultimately is to remove those snacks in between your meals because when you have breakfast, no snacking, then lunch, your sugar drops and your insulin drops, right? The goal of everything we do is to lower the insulin because when we dump insulin into our body, into our blood, it's gonna make you store fat, it's gonna drive up inflammation, and it's going to lower your longevity. So three meals a day, and if I could just tell you quickly what the, the ratio should be, what those macros should be, what I call a strength eating diet, you have four macros. You have your greens, you have your healthy fats, you have your protein, and then the fourth one is what we call fiber-rich, slow-burning carbs. So I always have you know, a big acid-kicking salad. I'll use either lemon and olive oil or apple cider vinegar. I avoid regular vinegar because it's high in yeast and there's some sugar in it. A lot of people have yeast issues and don't know it. I'll throw in lots of like yummy veggies in there as well. And then I'll have a side green, whether that's steamed or sauteed spinach or broccoli or sprouts or things like that. I love sprouts because they are the most powerful foods on the planet. Literally, everyone's got to incorporate more sprouts in. And then you want to add some healthy fats. You know, these are the core of a strength eating diet. So avocados, raw nuts and seeds, oils like uh, olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil. The protein needs to be the sideshow, not the main event. So what does that mean? Two to four ounces. So if it's a piece of chicken or beef, it's the size of your fist. If it's a piece of fish, the size of a checkbook. Most of us, most Americans eating way too much protein. 
And the problem with that, in fact, they're eating five times too much protein, it turns to sugar in your body. So use that as your guideline, the side show, not the main event. And then those fiber rich carbs, that's like a half of cup of quinoa or wild rice, which is a grass, not a seed or cauliflower rice or sweet potatoes with some coconut oil and some cinnamon or some butternut squash or winter squash or root vegetables. So that's kind of what my meals look like. And you wanna really have that as a basic foundation three meals a day. And then at nighttime, it's all about unwinding. I'll do a detox bath with Epsom salts and baking soda, some essential oils, play with the kids, do some reading when you can after the kids go down. And that's it, it's, it's a powerful day. And you know, you'll get great sleep if you have that because when people can't sleep, it's not the sleep is not the issue. It's what happens from the moment you wake up that's causing all that. We live in the extremes. Are you a little burnt out by your toddler? Maybe your kid's making you feel a little tired. Perhaps they need a distraction. Thank God for KiwiCo. I have ordered three of KiwiCo's projects and they keep Zaza distracted. Sometimes mommy needs to ice roll, mommy needs to do yoga, mommy needs to meditate. And KiwiCo is kind of like a babysitter, if I'm being honest. So what you do is you go on their site and you click subscription lines. And then underneath there, you pick how old your kid is. So obviously I picked ages two to four. It's the koala crate. And you get this crate of stuff. They have like ocean games. They have a doctor's visit, which Zaza really liked. They have rainbows. They have camping, all different kinds of things. You get this crate and there's like a million things for them to do within each crate. I have these crates hidden in my pantry to give to her just in case. And I say, do you want a present? She freaks out. She like loves it. So if you want your child to get cool, hands-on science, art, geography projects delivered to your door every month, you got to check them out. It's distraction in a box while they're learning, by the way. Okay. So they're learning to be naturally creative and curious and like hands-on and you can get some stuff done. You know what I mean? It's, it's encouraging them to be creative thinkers. All right. Step into spring and celebrate the season of discovery with a KiwiCo subscription like I did. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code skinny at KiwiCo.com. That's K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Like I said, 30% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Promo code skinny. That was a really smart thing that you just said. People think that when they get to the finish line of the day that that they can't sleep, but the reason they can't sleep is because the foundation of the day hasn't been set. Exactly. So, and and magnesium sounds like something if you can't sleep that everyone should add Everybody. And that's in your minerals, right? Yeah, it's in it's in the minerals. Okay. And the uh, minerals that I like are the blood orange. That's my favorite. Oh, there was so someone good. that came on, uh, Shervin from Symbiotica just came on the show and he was saying, and I've never heard anyone put it this way, but it, it makes a ton of sense. When you black out, when you drink, it's because there's a, it's a, maybe an indicator of magnesium deficiency. <clears throat> yeah, and dehydration and too much sugar. You know, a lot of what's in those drinks is sugar. And that's one of the reasons why we get these bad hangovers. So if anyone's out there gonna enjoy a couple of cocktails, which is cool, right? It's not about deprivation, it's moderation, but 
I would say have some minerals before you actually go out and have some drinks and then have one literally on your nightstand, have a glass with a minerals poured into it with water and with a spoon there, because if you're a little tipsy, you're not going to the kitchen, you're gonna make it, it's right there. And then you just pound that, just a little, like I'm talking three ounces of water, like a shot, right? So your last shot of the night. Yeah, it was one of the reasons that I like, so now you obviously know I have kicked alcohol for almost like six months or so. You've kicked alcohol for six months. I have kicked alcohol for (laughs) way longer than that, plus 70 days. Sure, no, no, but but I'm saying, and I'm not saying it to brag, I'm saying it for this reason. There was a point before that, and I wasn't really drinking that frequently, but I would notice that I would drink and I like not a lot. And I'd wake up the next day and not remember certain things that I either said or did. And not in like, I wasn't doing anything bad, but I was, people would repeat back to me stories I told and I'd have no recollection. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I'm not even drinking that much. I think there was a massive magnesium deficiency before I started getting all this shit together. Yep. Um, and my hangovers were really bad. Like yeah. I had the hangover of like a 70 year old man at you know 30 something years old and, and I couldn't figure out why. Yeah, and what else are we eating during the day? Because we're, a lot of us are putting sugar into the body. So it's like gasoline on top of the fire. And we have to recognize that the body is most acidic in the middle of the night. That's when the body's trying to get rid of all these toxins. So people that can't sleep, the problem is not a sleep issue, it's an acid problem. So taking those minerals before you go to bed, and that's why I love Epsom salt baths because what is Epsom salts? Magnesium sulfate. You can get some magnesium lotion or magnesium oil and put that on your skin. I love variation with the minerals, just like exercise. If you went to a trainer and the trainer's doing you know, one specific exercise every time you see them, it's like, dude, come on, we gotta change it up. It's the same thing with your diet. We have to get minerals from a variety of different sources. And what's the, the most powerful form of minerals? Your greens. So we eat our greens, we drink our minerals through the greens, we do them through the different baths, so Epsom salts and sodium bicarbonate, and putting them on our skin. And this is the stuff that we do with our kids as well. And that will massively help your sleep problems. So I think it's fair to say, and tell me if I'm wrong, that it would be uncommon to see a group of people without gut issues. I've never, in the thousands of tests I've done, and I do children as well, I test my children, I've never not seen a gut issue. Okay, so we're all running around with gut issues. The question is, and, and so we can, everybody should get on board to try to improve their gut. But the question is, when do you see something like, this is a real concern and we need to jump on this right now? Or is it like, hey, it's always a concern and... Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. Cause when I look at this test, there's different levels of things that I see. You know, the first page are like those really dangerous bacteria like E. coli, salmonella. And you don't have to have a piece of bad chicken to have salmonella. I mean, I see it in clients quite often. Some of them will have really bad digestive symptoms like diarrhea, others might not, but it's in there, right? So that's one thing I'm really looking for. I'm looking at something called calprotectin, which is a direct marker of inflammation. So Michael, yours was very low. I forget what it was, um, but I remember saying it was it was quite low, but I've, I've seen some clients where that number was up in like the six, seven, eight hundreds, which is dangerous. That is that's a dangerous level of inflammation. Or why? I but, mean, just like why? Like just because, because, because inflammation kills. Inflammation okay. is the could cause. It be, so could some people have bad implants? Like, are there certain things sure. that are, are like, I have screws in my face from jaw surgery. Like, is there certain things that could be making us inflamed? There's a lot of things and those things you have to look at, but we're looking at direct gut. toxins in the Got gut. It. So I'll look at the bacteria and I'll see um, something like staph which is not as bad as you think in the gut. It's still something, if we see high level of staph bacteria in the gut, we still have to get rid of it, right? But if I see Pseudomonas, that's like, that's a red flag. That's an inflammatory bacteria. If I see Citrobacter, that's an inflammatory bacteria. So even, even if I see low levels of that inflammatory kind, that's worse than the high levels of these other bacteria. So not all these bacteria are created equal. And it's not just about like bad, bad, bad. We don't. It's not just about getting rid of the bad. 
why are those bad bacteria in there in the first place? It's all about that biological terrain. This is what we talked about. Yeah. It's about building a good terrain so that these things don't want to live in there. The exactly. Strength in the gut. thing that you said was you did this blood prick test on me that I think everyone should do. The live blood cell analysis? Yes. Yeah. And you guys, he pulled up my blood on a computer screen and you could go back and tell me when in my life I was on antibiotics. And it was exact. It was like when yeah. I got my boob implants, when I got jaw surgery, you could go back as far as to tell me that my mother was on antibiotics when she gave birth to me. Yeah, That yeah. is fucking crazy. It's, it's crazy. I read the blood and the blood never lies. And there are specific markers for massive leaky gut on those tests. And that's what we saw. So it's interesting how certain blood drops looked healthy, but then we get to this one that has all these big like white circles, that's inflammation and it's leaky gut. Everybody's got leaky gut, everyone, but to what degree, right? Yeah, we can really trace it back. And I mean, antibiotics is the number one. It's like a napalm bomb in the, in the going off in the gut. And listen, if you're in a, in, in a situation where you're gonna die, that's where antibiotics are needed. Thank God we have them. But there's other things that we do. Like, thankfully, my kids have never been on an antibiotic. We use something called bioactive sil silver hydrosol. It's a company called Sovereign Silver or, or Argentin 23, which is like a natural antibiotic. It's like a selective antioxidant. It kills fungus, yeast, candida, viruses, bacteria. So strong you can't be on it when you're pregnant, right? Yeah, I mean, I I, I wouldn't do it, but it's it's so safe. Uh, here's the, uh, the, the the, the caution, uh, I'm not gonna say to do it, right? If I was coaching a client and they were pregnant, I would basically be able to tell what I wanna do, but I would say just, you know, be careful. But listen, women take antibiotics when they're pregnant, you know, when they have serious stuff, so it's not gonna kill you. There are safe ways to do it, but everyone's different, unique. I don't want someone that's pregnant going out there and just taking all the stuff they don't know what they're doing. So my point is you need someone who is a health professional to tell you this is how you use it. And we have amazing protocols in my book um, when you're not pregnant to help get rid of the leaky gut using that. But the blood test is, is powerful. So there's so many different tools in our arsenal, in our tool bag to be able to help us. And when you look at these things, it's, it's not one size fits all. It's about what does your body need in this specific moment in time? And that's gonna be different after you have the baby, right? Because your body went through a lot of changes over these you know, past few months. So Dr. Daryl so screwed, Michael, because every single time- that speed No, every single time that like we get a cold now or Zaza gets anything, I'm gonna be like, hi, Dr. Daryl, it's me, Lauren. And I'm like, Dr. Daryl, I took a shit, it's floating. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> eat, eat more beets, by the yeah. way. Beet roots will help that. So let's let's use- Of course, you guys can call me anytime you know scenario, that. I can acknowledge Lauren and I are very fortunate to have access to you and many people like you that come on this show. And I think, you know, one of the benefits of doing a show like this is I get to meet and have these conversations. I don't think that this type of conversation would have populated in my life without doing a show like this. With that being said, what I also like about this show is that we can have these conversations and present it to, to people on the other side that are listening. Say there's somebody that has limited access, maybe they're on a fixed budget and they're saying, okay, I can't do all these tests. I don't have all this access, but I do want to start taking steps to get my health and my gut in order. What are the like one, two, three things that they can just, that's cost effective that they can jump into to start taking outside of, you know, you have to have a healthy diet. You have to eat well, you have to eliminate sugar, all the stuff that we all know we shouldn't be doing. You should do that anyway. But the other, like the tactical 
supplements, tools that they can jump into? Yeah, I would say number one, start taking a probiotic. We get one one millionth the amount of probiotics that our ancestors used to get. And you have to look at your gut like a garden. You know, we want lots of flowers. We don't want lots of those weeds. And for most of us, those weeds are overtaking the garden. So the probiotics are the flowers. And we want a good diverse range of that. So I would say number one, just find a really good probiotic and try to switch it up every few months. Um, just because the, the gut microbiome is so diverse. So that's number one. Number two, the gut needs minerals. It's such a huge deficiency. So, you know, there's a lot of cost-effective way to get minerals. You can do a mineral supplement like greens or, 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 or the mineral powder, or you could just start eating some, some green vegetables. Go to your local farmer's market, um, which I believe is the most cost-effective way um, to get these minerals into the body. You make these relationships, um, you're gonna get, you know, great prices and you're gonna get fresh organic produce. I mean, it's, it's incredible. So I think those two things are really important. I think moving your body, because because so many times we're stuck because we just have this sedentary lifestyle. You know, so our muscles are stuck, our evacuation pathways are stuck. So we have to get some motion into the body. And I always say motion is emotion. We'll start feeling better. Our gut will start improving. So any form of movement, whether that's doing yoga at home or Tai Chi, I mean, we can go on the internet, get lots of different videos. We could use the, the foam roller that Lauren loves. So I think that is something that's really good as well. Um, and just start getting more fiber in your diet because fiber is something that we are so deficient in. And fiber moves the bowel. So going back to that chia shot, that's a very easy way to, that shot. to get to, to lower inflammation, get you more hydration, get you minerals, but also get high, high dose of fiber in those chia seeds to move the bowels. I mean, there's so many different things that you can do like that, that literally are don't cost you much Top at all. Top three things that you would eliminate. So number one, sugar. Artificial sweeteners are actually worse than sugar and unhealthy fats. Those omega-6 fats I'm gonna actually say is worse than sugar as well. Uh, give us tangible, like what are the omega-6 fats? Like give us a couple of or, examples, or like, are, like brands. Or what are, yeah, what are things we're eating that we don't even know are, you know, a lot of people don't even realize when you say sugar, sugar, or omega-6 is like, are so, there things we're eating that we think are good that just aren't? So so sugar and grains, like those are the, the, the sugars that are sneaking into the diet. So you have to look at like pasta and bread, the typical things that we all love. Um, those are the big things that a lot of people are eating on a regular basis that are gonna just spike up your blood sugar levels. But then there's a lot of like hidden sugars. You know, I got a, a text from someone yesterday um, that was having lots of coconut sugar. And even coconut sugar, it's a better form of sugar, but it still has 40% fructose. Maple syrup is 52%. So there's this great uh, syrup we use for our kids' pancakes. So we have the healthy pancakes. Then we use this company called Choc Zero, C-H-O-C uh, Zero, and it's got one gram of net carbs. It tastes amazing. Our kids have no idea. So again, it's a healthier version. So it's finding, it's getting rid of the bad stuff. Where is sugar sneaking into the diet? And let's become label readers. We go into that grocery store, turn over that label on the box and look at the carb number, look at the fiber number. If you, if you subtract the fiber from the total carbs, that's gonna give you your net carbs. Fruits, the lower sugar fruits. So you have to be careful of the higher sugar fruits like freeze-dried fruits and things like that. Like, uh, I just like mango. Told, yeah, I just told Dr. Daryl, one of Which my number fine. one pregnancy cravings is dried mango. I don't know why. It's just like this craving. And I know that I shouldn't be eating it every day, but it's my one craving. But it sounds like I need more magnesium. Exactly. exactly. So always look to your cravings. But even things like other grains, like brown rice and white rice, right? Those have lectins. Those are going to just destroy the gut. Believe it or not, brown rice is worse for you than white rice because it's the whole seed. Someone told me forbidden rice is really great. I just bought it for Zaza. Yeah. I mean, they're, I believe they are still ancient grains, though. I believe it's. So what kind of rice I have a rice cooker would you give her? I love um, wild rice is great. Wild rice. I like quinoa would be good. You can do Are cauliflower. there brands? I really, I'm really like very brand heavy. I want to know uh, what the good brands are. Off the are. top of my head, I don't know the brands that we use, but um, I, can, I, can, I can definitely text it to you. Okay. Wild um, rice. I'm going to get her wild and rice. And listen. What it, about lentils? 
Yeah, lentils are great. Okay, lentils. Great, great, great protein for her as well. And we always had that little, you know, ricer uh, steamed yeah. up, and it's a great, quick way to get some. Some you can throw. I've been doing sushi rice. I gotta mix that up. This is gonna hit some. some Wait, of the, you can throw what? You could throw um, in there a little grass-fed butter if you want for some uh, additional healthy fats. Okay. You could put in a little coconut oil. Okay. Um, some sea salt. So there's ways to, to jazz it up and make it taste good. This is gonna hit some of the parents in the nerve. It hit me. In, like, it hit me when he said it a second ago. When we, right before we started, we were saying a lot of parents, ourselves included at that time, would say like, hey, don't feed the dog that it'll make him sick. And then you turn and you feed that same thing to your kid or yourself, right? And we just like, we don't think about it. Like, why would it make the dog sick? Right? Like we're giving- It's okay the, to give it to the dog, but you're laying your kid oh, either not, right there, right? Okay, but here's the dilemma. That literally happened to us a few weeks uh, ago at a restaurant. We're, tra- we're traveling right now and we're staying at a hotel. Like what are you ordering from room service for your kids? <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, I mean, it's these are the challenges. I'm going to tell you right now, traveling is the hardest. It's so hard. You go to airports, it's all crap, you know, uh, yeah. everywhere you go. So I think the key thing is just like, making sure that they don't bring the bread basket, whether you're at a hotel or dinner, you know, getting good water, you know, get some lemon. Remember that it's usually not gonna be organic. So get the lemon slice, squeeze it into the water because that's highly alkalizing to the body, but don't drop the lemon slice in because the lemon slice has pesticides, herbicides, fungicides on it. So we think we're doing something good for our body by dropping this lemon slice in, but it's actually doing more harm. So, oh. so do it, but just squeeze the lemon juice into it, right? The fucking minefield out there. Oh and, and, my and, and God, this, it's like laser why tag. Why do you think we are so sick as a nation? I know, but you just can't do anything. It's no, just but here's, like here's so what I would do. Crazy. Lauren, here's what I would do is I would get like a bunch of sides, you know, and we just share when we go out to restaurants. So I would get like a bunch of different sides. You can do spinach and broccoli. What about and for this? breakfast? When she says pancakes, mom, mama. When you're, when you're out? In the in the morning when I'm ordering room service. So listen, if you know it's not going to kill her, right? Right. So, so just it, like just adapt. I, yeah. I bring her. I bring well, her. Speaking of things. being and, and, and Lauren, if that's that meal where you're going to get her pancakes, then we try to make the rest of the day a little bit okay. healthier. It's all okay. it's all about finding your balance. It's not about being perfect. Okay. We're not perfect. I don't want you guys to be perfect or anyone listening. But it's about that balance. If we're doing 70-30 or 80-20 balance or 90-10 for the overachievers, then we're going to do great. But meet yourself where you're at and just you know, when I'm traveling, I'm always bringing like macadamia nuts and Brazil nuts. Yeah, you know, I love it when I'm on the plane and and the flight attendant and it comes by with the snacks tray. Yeah. It's like people are nuts. It's like they they don't need one, but they, they need three or four of those things. I'm like, are you that addicted to sugar that you can't go a four hour flight? So I, I just bring stuff with me so that I'm prepared, right? And okay. if you're prepared, then you're going to be okay. And don't beat yourself up if you have pancakes or, or things like that. But I would say like get a side of avocado, you know, a little olive oil and that's some sea salt. So at least we're balancing it. And if my kids are going to have those pancakes and once in a while they will, you know, again, uh, meet them where they're at. But like I make sure they eat the avocado first. And I'll say, that's your reward. Okay. Or I don't want to call it a reward. Like, you know, that's your sweet. It's okay. not a treat. We- so, you know, things like that. It's just, let's just find the balance and it's going to be all good. Every morning, Zaza says the same thing to Michael and I. She says, uno mas. Uno mas. Uno and then mas. we say, only uno. Only uno. So what that means is her vitamins. It comes in a yellow box. She's obsessed. She knows she only gets one. And these vitamins by Haya are so delicious, but they don't have all the sugar and unhealthy chemicals and other junk that's in a lot of these vitamins. I feel like the vitamins we took, the chewables when we were little, weren't good. No, like, they probably weren't great. We probably didn't get much nutrition from no, them. No, no, no. Haya is made with zero sugar, zero gummy junk, and it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. It is so crazy that my daughter at two years old is asking me for vitamins. 
These ones by Haya are formulated with the health of nutritional experts, and they're a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables. They have vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate. It is crazy. And listen, guys, we talk all the time about proper supplementation on this show for ourselves, the adults in the room, but we never talk about proper supplementation for our children, our little ones. And yes, of course, we want them to have a well-rounded diet, but the parents out there understand it's not easy to get children all the time to eat a well-balanced meal. So you want to properly supplement. And this brand is incredible for that. You should also know they're pediatrician approved. They're chewables. So Zaza gets to chew them and they're designed for kids of all ages sent straight to your door. So parents have one less thing to worry about. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling kids vitamin, the one Zaza likes. You're going to receive 50% off your order. That's a wild deal. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com skinny. Okay, so this deal is not available on their regular website. You're going to go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash skinny to get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. And your kid's going to be saying every morning, uno mas. You know, it's interesting, like speaking as a health of a nation, and I don't know, this was so difficult for people to talk about during the pandemic, which is now over. Or at least it's over for me. It's over for all of It's over. I'm fucking done with it. But anyways, I think that one, you said about purpose, like finding your health purpose. I said, why did this pandemic or this illness or this virus hit us so hard? It's because, and people don't want to talk about this, we are unhealthy as a population. Boom. Primarily, like if you look at the numbers and now the numbers are out there, it's two years of data. The people that this impacted the most were the most unhealthy people, people that have comorbidities or they're obese yep. or they're not taking care of themselves. That's just the data is out there. So I'm, I'm just going to say that. So yeah, don't purpose, shoot the messenger. <laughs> no, I'm not shooting. It's, it's true. It's, right. a, it's, a, it's a fact. Right. It's, like, it's, a, it's not an opinion. Yeah. It's a fact. Moving forward, if I'm going to be somebody that's going to be around for my children and my wife and as a parent and as a father and as a husband, I have to make sure my health is in order because if inevitably if something like this comes again in the future, which very likely could, yep. I want my body to be in the most optimal form so that I can fight off any sickness or disease that comes away. And I don't see why we're not talking more about this. It's more, take this medicine, take this vaccine, take this thing. There's not, hey, take your minerals, take your supplements, get in the gym, take care of your diet, take care of yourself. Get Wouldn't there be a lot less disease to treat? Yeah, it, so there's it, no it, preventative care. It's just, we just decide, like, let's keep adding more shit to the airports, more fast food chains, more bad food. Let's keep sweeping under the rug and let's keep acting like we're fine, which yeah. we're not. Yeah, because it sells and they're making tons of money on it. They want you to be addicted. They want you to be customers of this sick care industry because we don't have a healthcare system. We have a sick care system. I mean, we make up 5% of the world's population. We spend over 50% of the world's money on medical care and we are 72nd in world health. I mean, that's that was a, it's a recent stat. It's frustrating for you, especially in your profession because you're looking at this stuff all day long. It's it's frustrating on one degree, but it's also like, this is what drives me. You know, it's like, we got to, and this is why we're doing this right here. Like, this is what people need to hear. And to your point, I, I love this analogy. If you go to the beach the day after a hurricane, what are you going to find? You're going to have to find a few houses completely destroyed, massive destruction, and the houses right next to it, totally fine. Was it the hurricane? Was it the beach? No, same hurricane, same beach. It's the law of the biological terrain. It's like those houses that that would stood that would stood the storm. They were well maintained. They were optimized. They were reinforced with steel. Our bodies are no different. So you're absolutely right. It's like the people um, that were dealing with acidity or inflammation or cholesterol issues or heart disease or cancer or whatever that is or combination thereof. When that virus comes, I'm I'm sending my troops here. I can't send 100% of my troops at that virus. Maybe I'm going to allocate 20% of it. And what happens? The virus takes us out. Well, and the idea that we, that 
the people that are well have to take care of the sick with no accountability for the people that are not taking care of themselves is a huge one. It's a huge financial burden and it's also a societal burden, right? Like it's not, it's not fair to the people that are doing right by themselves and by the, by the society and by the country and by the world to say, Hey, we're also going to just like not focus on people that are not taking some personal accountability and change our whole lifestyle because some people don't want to. Exactly. I mean, I think this is such an important point and this is, this has been the struggle way past the pandemic. This has been going on for years. I mean, if you look at the top causes of death, heart disease and cancer and Alzheimer's now, I don't remember Alzheimer's growing up. It's now the fourth cause of death, which is insane. I lost my godmother to it. I'm very, very sad, but it's all about strengthening the body. It's like the body, we were not designed to get sick. We are designed to be thrive. Like it's the candle comes on the birth process. That candle should be strong. And then at the end of our life, whenever that time is God willing, that candle should go out. But we should be living healthy, strong, vibrant lives our whole life. But look at what we do. Look at the amount of toxic exposure, the amount of crap that we eat and the amount of stress that we have. Again, I'll say it again. We have more toxicity than ever in human history and it's taking us out. And we are sicker and more overweight than we've ever been in human history. And it's not because of our genes. Our genes haven't changed for 40,000 years. It's our epigenetics, which is above the genes, which is how we eat, how we think, or how we move or lack thereof. It's strange when people say like, yeah, I like pasta, but I'll only eat it in Europe. Or I like wine, but I'll only drink it there. Interesting. So, well, why is that? Like because what's, the going, on, yeah, what's because, going on over yeah, here? Because they're, they're doing better versions of that. You know, you know, we live in America and, and corporations are running the world, right? This is what they do. They want you to come back for more. So if you eat something and it tastes really bad and like crap, are you going to eat it again? Here's, no. here's though too, I think it, there's also a piece to this when I hear a lot of people complain that like, oh, corporate America, like you also have to take your health into your own hands yes. and be your own guru. Like you yes. have to go out. I, I have ordered pasta from Italy and had it shipped over. And if I can't do that, I will go and I will find the one ingredient lentil pasta that's gluten-free. Like you have to be a crusader for yourself and take accountability with your health. And listen, I I was a bartender with not a lot of money going to college and, and I still figured out little ways to be healthy. Like it's as simple as knowing that you can't put the carcass of a lemon in your water. Those little tips, they add up over time when you take your health into your own hands. You can't just let like, you can't just let corporate America take you on the roller coaster and kind of swing around. Lauren, that's probably the most important thing we said today is Take accountability for your own Look health. Look at the compliments no, that I Dr. Mean, Daryl's giving me. Big, big, Fuck, what should I say now? I don't want, and, and doesn't that come back to our why, our purpose and raising our standards? It's all about raising our standards. If you are don't have the body that you want, if you don't feel the way that you want to feel, it's just look at your standards that you've placed on yourself. And that's it. It's Same all with a relationship. If, everything. If, if, if you're in a relationship that you're constantly complaining about the person, like what you settle for in any area of your life is what you settle for in every area of your life, in my opinion. And it's like the standard thing is so important no matter what. It's it's really doing, we have access to Google. We can go out and be, and we have things like like podcasts where we right. can listen for free. Um, We've gone through a lot of shit today. I have something <laughs> else. Literally. <laughs> We've gone through a lot of shit. You guys are uh, Taylor awesome. Taylor and his loper shit. So before we go, you do all different kinds of celebrities. You have major clients all over your Instagram. I, I know some of the people that you do, it's wild. And you also have a huge following with the housewives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is Luann, Dorinda, and Kelly Dodds 
favorite get off your acid product? Oh, this is a good question. So Luann, her favorite is the acid kicking coffee alkalizer in the mocha flavor. Did I? I don't think I brought the mocha one up. Oh my I gosh. Might, I might have one of no, my No, the office. hazelnut. I think yeah, I have one of my so it tastes very similar to the hazelnut, but um, yeah, how dare me? I forgot to bring it. So that's Luann's favorite. So you um, put a scoop in your coffee to alkaline it. It, yeah, it gets rid of all the acid. So now you got the upside minus the downside. And it I tastes, just it like your amazing. little packets, the yeah. ones that don't taste like anything. I put that in my coffee every single day. Amazing. Those yeah. are my... Yeah. Yeah, and those, those are, are those are great for people that like black coffee that don't want it flavored. That's what yeah, I do. So okay. that's perfect. So oh, she, likes, she, she likes that yeah. one. Kelly Dodd, who I saw yesterday, is looking great. Her favorite is the same as you, Lauren, the blood orange minerals. And Dorinda, oh my gosh, I love Dorinda. She's an acid kicker. She, her favorite one is the new kiwi strawberry minerals which is not really new anymore. But before that, it was the lemon minerals, but hers is the kiwi strawberry. So we are going to do a code. Is that okay for the audience? Yeah, of course. Can we do code skinny? Yes, perfect. Let's do code skinny on... Get off your acid. Dot com. Yep. And you guys can also go to his Instagram. It's at Dr. Daryl, right? Dr. Daryl Joffrey. Okay, yeah. I love following along. And then at get off your acids. Yep. And maybe we can do a little giveaway. Let's do it. Okay. Can we give away like me and Michael's favorites? Yeah, let's give and we'll do, we'll throw in the signed books as well. Okay. So yeah. my favorites, if you guys are shopping that I love and that I take all the time are, I love, love, love the blood orange minerals. They're so good in the morning. I put them, I put them in a cup and then I froth them up with an actual little frother. Yeah. So good. You can also add the greens. They have these berry greens that are absolutely delicious. And that's really helped me with magnesium. And then I love, you know, the coffee. I put my little alkalizer in my coffee every single morning, tiny little packets. I travel with them. I just throw them in my coffee or my cappuccino. It tastes like nothing. And I feel so much better about drinking the, the acidic coffee. Well, I like, I mean, you already gave the minerals. We love, we talked about the greens. I also like these, the black seed oil, but also your omegas. Yeah, yeah your, your omegas, omegas are, are amazing. Yeah, they're awesome. They're and awesome. the black seed oil is the super powerful, all natural daily antioxidant. You like love this. This product is so amazing. A lot of people don't know about black seed oil. It's three times more anti-inflammatory than turmeric. So we most of us know turmeric, right? This is three times stronger than turmeric and a thousand times more active of an antioxidant than vitamin E. And this is so important because it's going to lower the inflammation and we all have oxidative stress. That's what causes cancer, right? So it, it takes away that oxidative stress in the body. And they actually, there's over a thousand studies on the black seed oil. They just did a human study on it showing how powerful it is for helping hypertension, blood pressure. So um, that's something that you take one a day it's in a chlorophyll capsule. It's amazing. This is one of the things that he has me on. I want it every day. So maybe we can do just Michael and my favorite bundle. Yeah, we'll throw in we'll throw in one a, of each if you want. A signed yeah. book. And all you guys have to do is follow at Get Off Your Acid on Instagram and tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostick. This is a great giveaway. I want to win it myself. Awesome. Very good. This is going to be exciting. I am such a huge fan of you. This is one of these guests, you guys, that we're just going to keep bringing on because... Every single time you come on, I learn something new. Like you're just a wealth of knowledge, breath of fresh air. Maybe in about four months when we do another test. <laughs> yeah, I'll do the stool sample after I give birth. Hopefully it's not during my labor. That, oh boy. Uh, that, uh, Mike, Michael, <laughs> Michael, you're going to catch two things, the baby and the stool sample. Let's be efficient about it, Michael. I need you to collect a and stool maybe, sample. Maybe Taylor too, if he's not out there taking oh a Oh my gosh. Taylor's, Taylor's on his own for this hold one. Hold on, we should actually do an episode where Taylor does a stool sample and blood and he does it on air. I Good. bet yeah. I know when you're doing that so I don't show up yeah. that day. <laughs> Taylor would be really good. And before we go, Taylor, what's one thing that you learned today? Ooh, that's a difficult one because it was all such valuable information and it really was. 
But the one thing that I think I took away was, oh shit, I'm going to need a couple minutes to think about this. <laughs> what are you doing, Let me Dr. look at these notes. I have a lot of notes well, right now. You took I notes lot, for yourself? I took four pages of notes. There's This is wow. jam-packed full of information. While Taylor's thinking about that, I want to thank you guys. Um, you're amazing and you guys inspire me and so many others and you're a total acid kicker, so. Thank you, brother. So keep, sure. keep up the good work, both no of you guys. No mango. Taylor, what's your one hook, takeaway? Yeah. I think actually one of the things I found interesting was that the brain is 60% fat. That was something that I, I'd never heard of before. And it, you were talking about how the, there's the, you said killer fats. That was the phrase you said. You said there's fats that heal and fats that kill. I thought exactly. you were going to say something that applied to like your gut that you were going to improve on your own. But I'll take that one. I'll take it. Taylor. <laughs> You're one of a kind. Dr. Daryl, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys. You guys follow him on Instagram and your book, Get Off Your Sugar and Get Off Your Acid is available on Amazon, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I am going to be making those pancakes for Zaza and awesome. so is Michael. Thank they're, you. They're amazing. All right. Thanks guys. Do you want to win a copy of my book? All you have to do is tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest post at Lauren Bostick and someone from our team will slide into your DMs and send you a personalized signed copy of Get the Fuck Out of the Sun. You should also know it's available on Amazon, Target, and Barnes & Noble. We'll see you next time. For as long as I can remember, I have been raving about Owl Venice on my Instagram stories. Like, cannot get enough. They're a female-owned and operated health and wellness company in Los Angeles. They sent me a bunch of products to try years ago. And I've always been a fan. Everything is organic, locally sourced. Their bone broth elixirs are so good. Like, I can't even describe them. They also have milkshakes, skincare, and supplements. And their whole entire mission is to transform lives from the inside out. But their number one seller and something I am so excited about and something that I will be doing the second I am done with pregnancy is their Owl Reset. And this is an organic cleanse program designed to heal the gut. I feel like a lot of reset programs are not designed to heal the gut and their main focus is the gut. So they're all about the body. They have nutrient-dense, herb-infused broth elixirs that you're going to freak about. And everything is about digestion, reducing inflammation, and drawing out toxins. So this is like very much perfect when I'm postpartum. But anyone could do this anytime because the whole owl reset is designed to nourish and not deprive like many cleanses on the market. We've all been on a cleanse that's miserable. This one is not, okay? And it's also packed with nutrients, which is so important if you're going to do a reset program. This is for someone who really wants to focus on their gut, digestion, and inflammation. And of course, they have a very generous code for you. Exclusively for the Skinny Confidential listeners, Owl Venice is offering code SKINNY at checkout for 15% off. You are going to visit owlvenice.com for more information. Use code SKINNY for 15% off.